What's up, you guys? I'm Anya. And I'm Kylie. And this is Two Degrees Hotter, the postgrad podcast where we get real about life after college every Tuesday. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very momentous episode of Two Degrees Hotter because this is the first time ever in the history of the podcast. We've been doing this for over a year. This is the first episode we've ever recorded together in the flesh in person. It's like, I'm, I feel uncomfortable. (laughs) I feel like we haven't really figured out how to do this, honestly. Yeah. So if the audio is a little different or weird, forgive us because we've literally never done this before, but we're just posted up at my desk in my apartment. So it's weird because we're also not really like in a position to face each other right now. Yeah. So we're like looking at each other through, we use Zoom (laughs) as like our backup audio. So we're looking at each other through like the Zoom But it's like, like I can look at you. It's just, we're not like sitting. I feel like a lot of times when you watch people podcast, they're like sitting at a table across from each other. Yeah. Whereas like we're more like side by side. But you'll see in the real. You'll see in the real. So that's exciting. But yeah. Should we tell them about today's episode? We should. We should. So today we are doing a truth or drink episode. So I feel like most of our podcast listeners are probably also avid YouTube fans. And I know this was a huge trend. It kind of still is a huge trend. It never really died out on YouTube where you pull a list of questions and you can either answer the question truthfully or you can take a drink if you don't feel comfortable answering the question. So that is what we're going to do. We pulled a list. Full disclosure, this isn't the most PG-13 list. Anya and I have nine to five jobs and we're not really (laughs) trying to put too much out there on the internet. So I hope that you guys can understand that. But I think we still pulled some fun, juicy questions. There's just not like rated R ones necessarily. And like, not to be a spoiler, but like, I feel like we'll end up answering most of them, which is kind of the point. You you guys want to know the answer to these questions and you want to push yourself and just be honest. So I think it'll be a good episode. And if you're wondering what we have to drink for this episode, we are pretty proud. So we just went to Trader Joe's and we got Mm -hmm. some ingredients, I guess. Um, So we made, what is this called? It's a something 75. A French? A French 75? Let's see. Yes. A French 75 cocktail. Elderflower French 75 cocktail. Mm -hmm. So Kyla and I both love elderflower like Mm -hmm. so, so much. It's like favorite flavor, top favorite Mm -hmm. in drinks. And so basically this recipe is... Um, one and a half ounces of gin. It says a half ounce of elderflower liqueur. So that's like St. Germain, but we doubled it because we like elderflower. Um, lemon juice and you like top with Prosecco. So, and if you're watching the reel, you will see that we have committed the cardinal sin and we have ice in our drinks. Yeah. That is because it is a like hundred degree day. Like earlier yeah. it said feels like 105. So, yeah. and besties, I don't have AC in my room, in my apartment. So I'm going to need you to grant me. <laughs> ice cold drink while I sit in Anya's nice cool apartment and you know cool off from the day so I think that's the groundwork but if you hear like little if you hear this ASMR (laughs) those are that's a the ice in our wine glasses (laughs) but should we get into our segments I think we should so weird (laughs) (laughs) okay so for my week in review I kind of have two things first of all I feel like a lot of people struggle with working from home for like getting distracted reasons like Mm -hmm. wanting to do other things around the house reasons yeah that's how I feel and I was thinking about it and I was like why do I not have that problem and I think it's because like 
I spend so much of my time in meetings, mm. like genuinely over five hours a day for the most part that like working from home and working from the office is like not really any different. Yeah, that makes sense. Like I don't have any free time. So like when I see all these people on TikTok, like joking about how they like go to Target midday, like I've literally never done that. <laughs> and it's crazy. Like I, well, I've never gone to Target midday. <laughs> I should say that, but I just yeah. get distracted. Yeah. And like I, for this whole pandemic, I was like, am I just like really like acquainted to this whole work from home thing? But I think mm-hmm. it's just because it's like, I literally don't have time to like get distracted. So yeah. I had that realization. I don't know if anyone else is like that. Like if you have a really meeting heavy job, but I just feel like it, like I'm just as fine working from home because I have to be doing the same thing. Like there's yeah. no, there's no downtime to like, yeah, like joke, like mess around. You know what I mean? Yeah. I will say when I have meetings, I don't have trouble getting distracted during those meetings. Yeah. Like I am still very engaged in my meetings. So I, I think that if I was in your shoes, I would feel the same way. I just don't have a super meeting heavy job. Like my job is pretty autonomous autonomous so yeah so I don't know that's not really a week in review but I just had that epiphany this week of like that's why I don't super mind or like working from home is because it like doesn't matter anyway yeah intrigue my second aspect of my week in review is that I rewatched all the Twilight movies because if you aren't aware they put them all on Netflix which like literally god bless and we could honestly do a whole episode on the Twilight really series. Could. I'm actually tempted because Kyle and I used to be really big Twihards mm-hmm. back in the day mm-hmm. when we were 13. We were like in the prime era of like preteens obsessed with Twilight. Yeah. Absolutely. And our whole dance studio was like really obsessed. Yeah. Well, you know what I realized? Because my roommate, who's a couple years older than Anya and I, asked me this. She was like, how old were you when the first Twilight movie came out? I think we were in elementary school. Because it was 2008, right? Yeah, because I so remember- we were like fifth grade. Here's a, here's a like nostalgia thing for you. I remember coming home fourth with grade? my Scholastic Book Fair pamphlet and showing my mom the Twilight book and being like, I really want to get this book at the book fair, mom. <laughs> who, I literally remember this. Who were we reading Twilight at literal like fetus stage? my roommate was like, Bessie, those movies are horny as shit. Yeah, well, like, like we didn't have like, um, yeah, we definitely weren't like adults when they came out. God, no. But it is funny because I remember like our whole dance studio was obsessed and then our ballet teacher was like just as obsessed yeah. as we were. Mm-hmm. And she was like probably in her 30s maybe, yeah, yeah. at the time. So it was just like, ugh whole thing and like we would all go to like the midnight premieres together yeah. same with the hunger games like we all went through that like dystopian <sighs> yeah. era like mystery fantasy movie like genre together but so good. you guys should totally watch rewatch twilight 2 mm-hmm. um i will basically i don't want to spoil too much because i think it was kind of a ride rewatching them because i didn't Agreed. remember i i forgot almost all of it so yeah. um i will say in my opinion the first movie is really really cringy yeah and then the last like the rest of them were better than I expected. Yeah. And I, I think it's because that. I read that the first one had a different director. Um, and so it was done in like more of an indie style. And then obviously they got like a huge budget for the rest of them. And so it was just kind of like a better production overall. But that what was I'm... the same deal with the Hunger Games? The oh, yeah. Hunger Games, the first one was a different director. And then they got really? a budget. Yeah. Why do they always do that? I don't know. Um, what I won't forgive though, <laughs> I never understood this. They really replaced Victoria from the first movie I to the rest know. of it and just thought no one would notice. Like, it's a totally different redheaded woman. <laughs> but you know what? And you may not know this, but they did the same thing with uh, Harry Potter. The, like, the first movie, there was a guy who played Dumbledore and then he actually got cancer and died. Oh. And they replaced him for the rest of the movie. So that's, like, understandable. <laughs> yeah. And I hope that that didn't happen to, like, the original Victoria. No. But I'm sure it was, like, either... It was, like, a conflict at read. Yeah, like, a scheduling conflict or but, something. Yeah, that's just... I don't know. It's so weird when they do that. 
Because they were like, yeah. <laughs> she didn't well, even look that much like What are they going to do? Like, pop on the screen and be like, hey, everyone. Just, <laughs> there's a new Victoria in this one. I just don't know. In case you were wondering. It was just weird. But yeah, you guys should totally yeah. rewatch. Let me know what your favorite one is. I kind of think either New Moon or Eclipse is my favorite. I don't love... I, I really don't love the fact that they broke Breaking Dawn into two movies. Okay. And because of that, I'm morally opposed to saying that either of those are my favorite because I just don't think enough happened in either one to justify its own movie. Yeah. Like, it definitely should have just been one. But Well, part one is, like, just pro-life propaganda. Let's be honest. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. <laughs> That's so true. Right? Well, because isn't the author I a Mormon? I just watched it last night. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It's literally pro-life propaganda. Like, there's Wait, a scene so where true. Alice calls the baby a fetus. And she's like, and she goes, Rosalie. call it what it is, a fetus. Be, uh, baby yeah like, yeah yeah okay miss christian oh my like, god relax. wait no because she's mormon the author i'm yeah, pretty sure so I'm pretty sure. wait Any, that, that makes so not to go leftist on us anyway but yeah you? i'm so i'm on the last movie now in case anyone was wondering i've also been rewatching them and i had just have part two of breaking down to watch so very exciting i should have saved it we should have rewatched it tonight we could still do it. I just I watched it like four days ago. We but could start we could the consider. Hunger Games. That's more up my alley. We could yeah. do that. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> um, for me, I don't have too much other than I've just been settling in, as you guys can imagine, when you move, honestly, anywhere, even if you're like moving within the same town, just to a new like home or apartment. Um, but especially when you're moving to a new city, I've just been settling in, you know, constantly unpacking, really working on decorating my room. I have some really fun ideas that I'm very excited about, just have to execute them. Um, and just getting back into a routine. I really liked the routine that I was on in New Hampshire. Like, I think it it suited me well and it made me happy. So I'm trying to, obviously I can't bring the same routine to Boston like that's just not feasible but I'm trying to figure out how to Bostonize that routine make it so like it makes me happy in the same way um so I'm trying to like figure out a walking route and you know, Anya and I were just talking about um like workout classes and things like that because I want to get back into being active but so far the second week in Boston is going a lot better than the first I have a bed I finally feel like yep this is my home and like I'm very excited to be there and to be decorating it and to be in the area that I'm in. Um, so yeah, that's Yay. just, that's all I've been up to. Not that I wasn't excited to be in the area. It's, it's stressful. Just, it's stressful the first week and then having the whole like bed fiasco, which I'm pretty sure I talked about. You like briefly touched on it. Essentially. You like, said that like you were supposed to get a bed this day and then you didn't. Yeah. That's like basically what happened. I won't, <laughs> I won't walk you through the nitty gritty details because it's just not that important. But yeah, I was supposed to get a bed and like it was for a bed, it's a pretty significant delay to be told that you're going to get it at the beginning of the week and then not get it to the end. Like, that's the difference between, like, two days on an air mattress and a full week on an air mattress. Yeah. Essentially. Um, so, yeah. All that's good. I'm feeling super comfortable in my room. And, like I said, I'm very excited about how I want to decorate it. And I think it's going to come together really, really well. And, yeah. That's that's just that's kind of it. That's all on my end. It sounds really boring, but I'm excited about it. No, I think I had a similar like Probably. weekend review when I moved, yeah. so. Cool. All right, let's move into our favorites. So in the spirit of this week's theme, truth or drink, I decided to give you a spirited favorite <laughs> and it is the giant hard kombucha and i actually think it's spelled with a j like i think it's j-i-a-n-t um but they have an elderflower passion fruit flavored com- hard kombucha that i think is like five or six percent and it's really good i get it at trader joe's 
Um, I did see it when we were there. Yeah, so big fan. I haven't tried that many hard kombuchas in general, but I I really like this one. And um, yeah, kind of a short, kind of a short favorite. But I have been thinking. So Kyla and I like made these drinks, and then we both like sipped at the same time. We were like, "Whoa, that's so good!" But we were saying how we don't even taste gin, Mm -hmm. and I think it might be because we doubled the elder the elderflower. Like maybe that was like for a reason that they had that proportion, like it maybe would have made both, both come through a little more. Yeah. Heck. So maybe for the next You're one. Get wasted. No, well, <laughs> I was like sad that I couldn't taste the gin because yeah. I like gin. So maybe for the next one, we either stick to the recipe or we just double both. Like proportionally. Whoa. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because I think we just, if we want to taste the gin, we can't right now. Yeah. So but anyways, what's we'll yours? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so for me, I wanted to talk about, I've tried a few products from the, I think it's the Morphe 2. Is that the one that like Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio? Oh, I have no are? idea. I have not heard of that at all. TikTokers, where you at? So it, I know it's the one, I think it's called the Morphe 2 line. It's by Morphe and it's just like a, like not a, even a branch because it's not like a separate company or anything. It's just like one of their lines within like the Morphe Cosmetics line. And I'm pretty sure that Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio are the face of it. But it's very Glossier style Oh, makeup. Cool. So I wanted to try it. I've used a few Glossier products. Huge fan of Glossier. I love the products and also just the more like no makeup makeup look. I feel like it's very in these days. Um, but obviously Glossier isn't super accessible because you do have to order it online in most places, I'm assuming. I don't know. I know they have like pop-ups and stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they have any permanent stores. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, so Morphe too, they carry it in Ulta. So I was in Ulta one day picking up some stuff and I saw the display and I was like, you know what? I really want to try this. And so I got their foundation. I think it's called like the Hint Hint Skin Tint, which is really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, their concealer and then one of their like, um, it's like a mousse blush. And I really like it. It definitely gives me Glossier vibes and I'm pretty sure it's a little cheaper than Glossier. Not like a ton, not like in like a different like bracket Mm -hmm. (laughs) cheaper but I do think it saves you a couple bucks and for the convenience of being able to like pop into an Ulta and buy it um I'm very impressed and yeah so if you like Glossier but you don't necessarily love having to like order it online and wait for shipping um or if you're like running out of something like the um like cloud paint cloud paint and you're like I want another blush that's like along the similar lines but I don't want to wait for one to come in um definitely check out uh I'll put in the description like links to the exact products that I got because I don't remember the name of the blush that I got and I know they have a few different they have like a mousse one and a stick one I got the mousse one um but yeah I'm a really big fan wow well I'll have to try I literally had never even heard of that but yeah I I'm think also you would a big like it. fan and yeah, I was literally I just gonna place an order like next week or so if you know anything about our show you know Anya and I really prioritize our health sustainability and building a community around the things that young women go through that's why we feel so lucky to have met and interviewed Katie Diasty in 2020 a Gen Z entrepreneur overall badass and founder of Viv for your V who we are so proud to partner with on this episode Viv is an earth-friendly period care subscription brand created to bring sustainable and clean products to the hands of menstruators something crazy that I personally didn't know is that the average menstrual pad is equal to about four plastic bags and can take up to 800 years to break down yeah and this is a big deal because a menstruator can 
use anywhere from 5,000 and 15,000 disposable period care products in their cycle's lifetime. And at any time, 800 million menstruators are on their period right now. That's why we feel really great about using Viv's bamboo-based products. Bamboo uses a quarter the amount of water, less land and fertilizers, and is naturally hypoallergenic, breathable, and actually more absorbent than cotton. It's so crazy to know that with every Viv box, you can save 643 pounds of CO2, 607 gallons of water, and 48 plastic bags from entering a landfill. Another problem that Viv is solving for is access to products when you need them the most. I think we can all relate to having that oh shit moment and realizing you're going to have to make a CVS run on top of all the things you're already dealing with. With their subscription-based model, it's so easy to choose how often you want your products delivered and have them on hand so you can conquer more. They have products for every type of period, from pads and liners to tampons and even menstrual cups. Viv totally converted me to a cup user. I love that it's zero waste, reusable, and lasts up to 10 years. Plus, the ring on their cup is a total game changer. You guys have to try it. We personally feel amazing about the way we're treating our bodies, the planet, and supporting a clean, sustainable, and women and minority-owned business all at the same time. Use the code and the link in our bio to shop the Viv website with 20% off, and definitely check out our episode with Katie to learn even more. And now, hotties, back to the episode. Something, Samuel. You should try this instead. Yeah, double check. Do a comparison. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's move into our main episode topic. We're going to do a truth or drink. I don't know how many questions we have. They're not, like, numbered appropriately. Yeah, so. we, we pulled from... a. We pulled from a list, but we kind of picked and choose which ones we wanted. So the numbers are all messed up. We like, we took a look at them all, but we didn't, we haven't like planned our answers though. Yeah. No, no, no. So yeah, it'll be candid, but, but like we, we said, just got rid of like the wild ones because yeah. we were like, we are fully employed. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Do you want to read the first one? I do. So what's your most shallow reason for not going on a second date? They don't pay for me. <laughs> what? Actually, I don't know. I don't know about that. I haven't been on a first date in a really long time, so I don't know if I have a good answer. I'm gonna be honest. Most of the time, I uh, I'm contemplating. I mean, I feel like my answer is like, like not that shallow. That's why I'm like struggling. I feel it's like, like if we don't click, you know. That's the first thing that came to my mind. I think the most shallow thing is if I like met them in person and just didn't feel attracted to them. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna be honest gentlemen hear me out y'all don't photograph well and I know you don't have the tools but most of the time <laughs> when I meet a guy in person I actually find him more attractive than he was in his photos yeah because like they For the most don't part. know what they're doing I agree so I'm always pleasantly surprised so then if I'm not gonna say yes to a second date it's normally something like we just didn't click but I guess like if I did show up at a date and I was like oh, I'm just not attracted to you at all yeah I probably would unless we like clicked in some other way and it was like a magical connection I probably wouldn't go on a second date I guess another reason I like I really like confidence but if I feel yeah. like you're trying really really Ooh, hard yeah, I feel like good. that would be kind of like if you're just like a little cringy in that way that's a good one or like trying to brag a lot I feel yeah. like that would not be that would be another one but yeah um and nice. also disclaimer like we're gonna drink even if we do answer we're sipping we're sipping. yeah <laughs> we just want to finish our cocktails regardless yeah, so, good, so if you hear the classes while we're that's answering fine. what's your worst habit like a hard one. That is a hard one. I'm perfect, so no bad habits None. here. Um, I have like a oh kindly answer. Okay, it's like just being way too hard on myself all of the time. Okay. I know that like, I knew you weren't gonna <laughs> like the answer, but it's the one that like came. To no, mind. yeah, I think it's true. I think it's true. I was thinking like 
like chores. No, I, but I was trying to think that and I couldn't think okay. of anything. And that's the first thing that came to mind. I mean, I've talked about this before that I can be really messy. Like I don't always. Yeah. I, now that I'm in a much smaller bedroom, though, I've been way better at it. Will mm. it and will the mess end up transferring to my bed? Absolutely. But so far, it hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess, yeah, if we're going to do the more chore route, then I like notoriously will like take my pajamas off and just leave them on the ground. Oh my God. That bothers me so much. Yeah. I think for I me. From, like, a chore perspective, I don't know why that's, like, where my mind went, but here we are. I feel like I'm really, really good at being tidy. Like, yeah, I agree. I'm really tidy, but in a weird way, I'm not necessarily squeaky clean, if that oh, makes sense. interesting. Like, I feel like my bathroom is always in good shape aesthetically, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I've deep cleaned, like, this week. You know what I mean? I'm the exact opposite. Yeah, so that's <laughs> weird. So I want, I guess we'd probably be good roommates, though, because I would yeah. keep it tidy, but you would actually, like, deep clean. I vacuum every single day. Yeah, see, no. Like, I hate doing that kind of stuff. I hate doing like a deep clean of the bathroom, like of the tub and like vacuuming, like all of that is like my worst nightmare. But like every single day I will make the bed, I will unload the dishwasher. Like those like little things don't bother me, but it's like the deep clean that I like, I can't. Great room. (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) Um, So the next one is what do you wear when you're hoping to go home with someone? Besties. I'm really not a good person to ask this question. I will say that when we were looking at lists, I did have an answer come to mind. And it's another, oh, kindly answer. But I think it's the truth. And I think it's good advice. You have to wear whatever you feel comfortable in. So, like, for me, if we're being completely honest, I really like my boobs. So, I'll wear something that really accentuates them and, like, makes them stand out. And, like, I'm not saying you have to wear, like, a literal bra out. You know, you don't need to wear a corset top out for that. But like if you feel like your favorite features are on display in a good way, then you're going to exude confidence and that is going to help you go home with someone if that is what you're trying to do. So, that's my thing. I do like a corset top, a like sweetheart neckline top. I think really flatters my chest personally and that's kind of what I'll go for if I'm feeling risqué on a particular night, but yeah, that's my answer. That's a better answer than what I was going to say. I was going to say just, like, don't wear sticky boobs. Oh, whoa. Yeah, you do <laughs> need to be conscious of your undergarments. Just because that's, 100%. like, that's a hard situation. It is. No, it is. I was also going to say maybe not a bodysuit or maybe a bodysuit. It depends on your vibe. Because some people would feel weird about, like, that visual. I, some people would like it because it's almost lingerie. So I think it depends on your yeah. personality. Also, like... And this may be weird. And this may be my anxiety talking. But, like, practice taking it off. Oh, my God. <laughs> Take it off. Practice like, taking it off. Like, slip it on and then be like, okay. Well, I think it's the buttons it that make it weird. You know what I mean? Uh, well, I don't use the button. buttons. Yeah. Don't Ignore the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore the buttons. But, like, maybe pra- – and if you're, like – if it's the type where you're feeling a little clunky, maybe it's not the night to support the bodysuit. Yeah. But if you're able to just, like, slip it off like laundry, then go for it. But I say no avoid avoid the sticky bra. Avoid the pedals. Yeah. That kind of thing. Unless you can really quickly, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but again. Anyway. That's a good answer. Next one. What kind of underwear do you wear, Kylie? Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I wear all types. Oh, I, you don't discriminate. I don't discriminate. <laughs> if, like, on a daily basis, probably a thong or, like, a cheeky. I really like a cheeky, honestly. I think that's a controversial opinion. That is a controversial but opinion. But I, I like it. Okay. I like it. Um, if it's that time of the month, I there's no shame in a boy short. There's no yeah. shame in it because okay. you're going through it. But I would say most days, 
a thong. Yeah, I agree. I have only ever, like, from age 13, I've yeah. only ever worn thongs, legit. I remember um, getting my first one at Victoria's Secret Pink. Well, because also we danced, so you kind of had and, to have, like, a yeah, good underwear solution. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for costumes and stuff, like, I feel like we were exposed to that early because, like, we had to be. Um, but, yeah, I guess I would say a thong on the daily and then, like, boy shorts or bikini, like, to bed. But yes, I never bikini, wear anything but yeah. a thong, like, during the day, ever. If I'm wearing, like, jeans, I'll wear cheeky. Really? Yeah. Maybe I should branch out. Especially now that mom jeans are in and it's not so yeah. good but It's like, why why put yourself through a thong, you know? But thongs just don't bother me straight up. Like, I just don't notice them. I don't either. Yeah. Um, As far as bras go, because I guess... Or no, it's on... Un- do bras count as underwear? Um, we, Yeah, sure. Well, I was just going to say that I'm at a point in my life where I strategically plan my outfit so I don't have to wear a bra. Same. I failed tonight. I really did. I tried, believe me. I was wondering what you were wearing, actually. I have a strap. Yeah, I can tell right now. now. Well, I was curious in Trader Joe's because you have like a, if you're watching the reel, yeah. you can see you have like a cut in. Yeah. I don't even know how to describe that. Like I a racerback, but like. It's like a racerback, but in the front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I tried to go braless, but it is, it's from H&M, so it's kind of a thinner material. And I was okay. like, this is getting a little too close to nipple territory yeah i'm a big bralette girl i'm a big yeah. no bra girl and i really like the ones that are like underwire but no cup oh see i'm and opposite i like the ones that are no wire but cup and i think because i have i don't have a bigger chest but i don't have like a small chest i, I think the it. underwire <laughs> whatever <laughs> i think the other underwire provides support but sometimes I feel like cups make my boobs look almost like too big Mm. like bigger than they actually are so I like when there's no cup because I think it like the proportions look better yeah you see I don't really need the support I more so need the look and the 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 lift I don't know the look and the lift you know (laughs) love it (laughs) okay well anyway um what would make you immediately swipe right so I have to admit I've never used a dating app so is right good or bad well so right and left is tinder you need to swipe right on their profile. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Swipe right is good. Um, I feel like Tinder is hard because there's not even like the prompts, right? It's not like um true hinge or whatever. The, my answer was going to be, oh, if like there, something in their profile makes me laugh. That's what I was going to say Because I'm used too. to using hinge yeah. and bumble. So I guess with Tinder, um, I guess if I find you attractive, like, I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of all you have to go off of. I guess if you have a picture doing like a cool thing. Yeah, like, like a travel. Like, yeah, like travel or like outdoorsy. Like I don't want to. I don't like when guys like only. I I've seen online that some guys will only post pictures of like other girls on Tinder to like look cool and hot. And it's like or like fish pics. Besties. But we're kind of getting it. Yeah, we're kind of getting into the next question, which is what would make you immediately swipe left? And I would say fish pics. Fish pics. I don't eat a guy who fishes though. Like pretty, Grant. Grant's been fishing, but like there's no need to show it. Right. I just don't get that phenomenon. Tell me about it. Don't show it to me. Yeah. Yeah. I guess from going back though, I think if if you're an outdoorsy looking, I find guys that are outdoorsy or even like just appear outdoorsy. Like my type is people that like look like they could build a log cabin even if they could not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. <laughs> like does that check out? I feel like it that's does. my my aesthetic. So it does. Um I don't yeah. know what my type is. I feel like you're into like academia boys. I'm into like academia with like a slight feminine flair. Yeah. Like I like a man who's like really comfortable in the sexuality. So if I see like painted nails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like kind of like experimenting with your style almost, I find that really attractive and I would probably swipe right. I feel like we have like really opposite types in that way. (laughs) Well, I love like um, a guy that's comfortable with like his feminine side, but not so much to date more so like just as a concept and like in a friend way. That's fair. But, like, as far as, like, people to 
be with I feel like I'm really into like very masculine like to the point yeah. that it's like like almost stereotypically yeah, like <laughs> like chopping wood masculine You're like one step away from Smokey the Bear <laughs> <laughs> Smokey the Bear is my type so um so then what would make you immediately swipe left we kind of already talked yeah about I think this. the fish fish picks yeah um have you ever had a secret relationship I have never had a secret relationship um but I tell very few people when I'm going on dates like most people don't know which is like a bad thing to do because it's like unsafe well I always tell one person so that they know like for like in college I would always tell my friend M so that she knew where I was at or 99% of the time she was setting me up with someone so it was a double date so it's not that big of a deal (laughs) um so yeah like in that sense I like because I took in mind the safety I'm just like I don't know why, but, like, I just don't want to tell people because if it doesn't work out and it doesn't click and I don't go on a second date, I just don't want to talk about it afterwards. And, like, it's like getting your license. You know how, like, you wouldn't tell people when you went to go get your license in case you didn't pass? (laughs) And I feel like people who are single and who, like, go on dates get that because it's, like, exhausting to be, like, I'm going on a date with Brian. I don't know, Brian. Yeah. And then, like, you tell, like, your group of friends, especially because my group of friends isn't, like, together. Like, they're all kind of separate. So then it's, like, Anya will text me, how's Brian? I'm never talking to him again, Anya. And then I'll get a text from another friend. Like, you know what I mean? It's just exhausting. So I'm, like, I'd rather wait until there's, like, some – like, kind of with, like, what you do with your family. When you, like, wait until there's something sort of serious to be, like, hey, surprise. (laughs) Guess what I've been doing? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't really have an answer. I think probably in middle school I had, like – I, I don't think I had secret relationships, but I probably had relationships that I didn't, like, tell my, like, parents because yeah. it's, like, you're in, like, sixth grade. Like, it doesn't – you don't, like, hang out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's, like, when you're, like, he's my boyfriend. But, like, nothing real. <laughs> but, like, all that means is that you held hands yeah. from, like, one classroom to the With, next. like, ten people watching because they were all, like, oh, they're going to hold like, hands. <laughs> oh, my God. Start a couple. This next one's fun. What's your favorite drink? So, uh, does this mean, like, just beverage or, no, like, I think alcohol? It, yeah, no, I think it means alcoholic beverage. Okay. Give me a minute. I like a lot of things. I'm pretty adventurous, I will say. There's no liquor that I don't really like except for Mezcal. I'm not the hugest fan, Mm -hmm. but everything else I'm pretty into. So I will try anything once. Um, Love wine. Love making cocktails. I guess if I had to pick like a favorite cocktail, that's like really hard. Um, I will say Kylie's roommate made a very, very – well, she's a bartender. So she made a very good cocktail that I had never tried before, which like might be in my top few, which we might make after this. Um, The Bee's Knees. Yes. So oh my good. god, it's so good. I like I like gin. I I guess we can change this to just like top liquor if that's easier. Yeah. Cuz I would say gin gin vodka tequila. Yeah, I would say gin is probably my top yeah. hard liquor. Then tequila, mm. then vodka. Um but I would I like say- rum too though in the right situation. Yeah, agreed. I do like ordering a Cosmo. I'm a big Cosmo, yeah. which I know is very vodka forward. I'm less into that, actually. I like I like ordering, I don't know. I've been I ordering, like a lot of things, but. I've been ordering more gin forward drinks, though. What, if I'm at, like, a dive bar, like a, like, college bar in college, I would always get a gin and tonic. Yeah, or, like, a Moscow Mule or, like, a I wouldn't even stray that far. <laughs> I would just get a gin and tonic. One time I got a rum and coke because it was, like, the special yeah. at our college bar. I actually like it rum was and like, coke. It was not it for me. And then I got a gin and tonic and it was like drinking fresh spring water. I was like, this is a relief. <laughs> I would say we're both pretty adventurous though. Yeah, agreed. Like we're not that I'll particular. drink anything. Yeah. But we're not like crazy. 
We're just no, adventuring. No. I think we, we want to be like connoisseurs is more the vibe. Yeah. We want to like, we want to get a sampling of everything out there so we can have a more informed opinion. Yeah. So that we like, can we like have adventurous you palettes. and be like, this is like the best drink. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We both, yeah. I think we both have adventurous palettes. I guess going back to the like, what would bother me on a first date thing? Actually, this is actually, <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't think of this. I literally hate when people are picky eaters. That is a huge pet peeve for me. (laughs) Well, you're not really a picky eater. You just don't like certain things. Well, I also. That's fair. Yeah. But like, and if you have like five things that you don't like, whatever. But people that will literally go to like a nice ass restaurant and order like chicken tenders. That is so embarrassing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's so embarrassing. Especially as an adult. Exactly. Like picky eaters as adults. For what? Like that's like you're going to travel and not try stuff. Like. What? Just try it. What's that's the worst so embarrassing. That's gonna, and I, this is coming from a former very picky eater. Well, I was too when I was a kid, but you grow out of it, you right? Grow out like, of it, yeah. yeah. And, and people who haven't like, grown out of it, I'm like, bestie. Yeah, you're not gonna die. I mean, unless you're a You're missing out on life. Trying, but like, food is literally such a big part of your so, life, and you're not and experiencing so it. Like, it's so fun to experiment. Yeah. But anyways, we're like really off track. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, I think it's you. Oh, the next one's what's the biggest lie you've ever told? I do have one for this. I don't think it's the biggest, like it's not a big deal, but I think the lie that I perpetuated the longest, this is actually really funny. I I wonder if she's going to listen. For some reason, when I was in like third or fourth grade, I found this song on YouTube that like was one of those like copyright free songs, like Dance Moms type vibe, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, just like a random song, like no one really knows. And for some reason, I felt compelled to lie and say that I, like, wrote it and, like, sang it. <laughs> and I, like, can't sing. And I told my neighbor, Kayla, who's, like, my best friend at the time, like, my childhood best friend, for so long, for, like, years, she thought I wrote this song. Dude, Kayla listens to this podcast. I know. No, but she knows now. She confronted oh, me. Oh, okay. no, that's where this is going. She confronted me when we were, like, sixth grade. And I was, like, shit. So, like, I knew this would happen one day. And, um, Yeah. <laughs> I have, I have to find it. I wonder what it was called. Dude, what? Yeah, I don't know what compelled me to lie, but I did. And then I had to perpetuate it. So it was weird, but that's mine. <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm going to drink. Cause tr- truthfully, nothing's coming to mind. But if I've told a lie, I probably don't want people to know about it. So I'm just going to drink. Well, really, nothing's coming to mind. I'm I'm a horrible liar. Anyone who knows me knows, like, I'm the type of person that, like, I wear all of my emotions on my sleeve. There's no, like, wondering, how's Kylie feeling? Like, you can tell. And that goes for lies, too. And I've been called out for being a, a bad liar. Like, people, my friends will just be like, you're lying right now. We can tell. And I'm like, you're right, I am. So I don't <laughs> I don't lie often because I can't get away with it. Yeah, that. I definitely don't lie often now. But yeah, that one just came to mind. Um, While you're drinking, I'll read the next one. If you suddenly became invisible, what would you do with your newfound transparency? So much. I don't even know. I don't even really want to be invisible that bad. You know what I would do? I would probably go to like the events that I want to go to but don't want to pay for. Oh. So like, like for concerts? example, John Mulaney is coming to Boston. I saw that, yeah. Like I would just go to his oh. – because then you would get to enjoy it but no one would know that you're there That's so you don't one. have to pay. Like are we – are we invisible but able to, like, hold things? That's my question. Probably. Yeah, because when you're invisible, it's, like, your body is still your body. You're just okay. not seen by anyone. Yeah, interesting. I was going to say, like, kill the Koch brothers. Ooh, fun. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I, I don't really want to be invisible that bad, to be honest. I'm not that, like, 
I don't know. I feel like really gossipy people would want to be invisible to like get the tea. But I'm not really My like Libra that. ass is like, yeah. <laughs> like that just sounds like a lot of work to like involve myself in other people's problems. I don't know. Fair. So. No, you don't involve yourself. You just hear them and then go on with your life. I guess. <laughs> um, the next one is who is your favorite family member? I'm going to have to drink to yeah, that one because it just one doesn't too. feel right. Yeah. So. They're cheers. my favorite. That was a good clink. The next one's also family related. Do you want to read it? Sure. So it's, if anyone in your family could win an award for being the most annoying, who would it be? Truthfully, depending on the day, it could go to any of them. Yeah. I think if I had to choose, I'm going to give it to my younger brother, Ryan, because he's the youngest. And I feel like that's like, it's just almost in your your DNA for him to be. And like, not even, I don't know if annoying is the right word. But he's just like I feel like my like brother, high maintenance he, kind of mm-hmm. yeah, and I feel like my brothers and I like anyone who's taken like psych classes on or like understands the concept of like the psychology around being like oldest middle middle youngest child. I feel like my brothers and I like very much embody those like common stereotypes personalities. Yeah. So my brother, my younger brother is very much like a younger brother, and he's the best, and I love him to bits, but also younger brothers can be really annoying because he can kind of get away with anything mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll give it to him but genuinely like it can go to anyone <laughs> depending on the day I'm gonna go ahead and drink because I have a very small family there. <laughs> and I just don't really feel right probably me though <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's fair if you oh have you ever bought something to wear to an event and then returned it to the store when the event was over I haven't. I have not, but, like, I'm into the idea. Like, oh, I'm not above it. No, definitely not. And, like, I definitely have thought about it, especially when it comes to sorority events Mm -hmm. that are so, like, singular occasion. Like, bid day, for example, like, we would have, like, an animal print theme, and, like, I would buy, like, one thing that I knew I would never wear again. Like, I could have returned that, but I never actually have. But, like, down with capitalism to, like, do it, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) They're not going to, like, it's a a freaking corporation. Like, who cares? We're not going to tell anyone. (laughs) Um, what is your favorite movie that you secretly know is actually terrible? Twilight, for sure. Yeah. For sure. This one, like, when I saw it, I was oh, like, yeah. I immediately know what I'm going to say. I don't it's, even know what else I would, like, that's, like, the one, I feel like. I just, I like all of the, like, cheesy rom-coms. Mm, fair enough. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I've never been into, like, scary or thriller no. movies. Like, when I'm watching a movie, and I'm different with, like, other media like I'm different with like tv shows books and things like that but for whatever reason when I'm watching a movie I want it to be like a feel good I want like mm-hmm. a comedy or a rom-com and I feel like those tend to be the most cringy so yeah. probably a lot like I could probably list off a few favorite movies and people would be like those are really cringy but I'll give it to Twilight because it's, yeah it's like the it's perfect the one like all. it's so bad but it's so good yeah the first one especially oh yeah I've seen those people on Etsy that sell the like Twilight filter keychains they're, they're, like, literally just, like, a piece of acrylic that, like, you can hold up to your eyes and, like, have everything be in, like, that weird, cool-toned Twilight filter yep. color. So, iconic. I love it. Love it. Is it me? Yeah. Have you ever danced on a table when you were drunk? Guys, Absolutely. Time. Like, Literally what? every time. <laughs> I definitely have. I feel like I I don't have any, like, core memories of – maybe it's because when you get to this point, you don't, like, form memories. But, <laughs> like – I can't call out like a specific time, but I definitely I have. I've danced on tables. I've danced on chairs. I've danced on the back of couches. Oh, I've wow. danced on like ledges on a porch. I Weirdly, mean, I'm I've not that much it. of a dancer. 
Well, I am like a dancer. Well, but not when so, I'm not like in a um, social setting. The cross that Anya and I have to bear as like classically trained dancers is that if it <laughs> you ever, overthink, if we overthink, and then if you're ever in like a social setting and it like someone brings up the fact that you're a dancer, or you tell someone you're a dancer. Nine out of ten times they're gonna say, "Oh, show me your moves." Yeah, and it's like, no. And you, you want to see my like freaking pas de beret? Yeah, you want to see floor? me do a grand plie? Like, no. You want to see me shake my ass? And that's not what I was trained no. to do. <laughs> exactly. So I'm not really good at it. I feel like I overthink it, and I'm like really trying to count the music and stuff, yeah. and like you just can't be like that. So yeah. I'm not much of a dancer socially, but I've definitely like at least stood on a table. Yeah, but but I wish I was more of a dancer because there's like cool places where you can go and like latin dance or like line yeah. dance and i just like i can't get comfortable i overthink yeah. it so much but, but sometimes you just need a bird's eye view of what's right going exactly on. exactly it's more for the surveillance yeah exactly. <laughs> um what is one thing you dislike about yourself most most oh i would say if we're getting candid like my lower stomach area really well because i like only gain weight there Bestie. <laughs> I don't know how to break this for you. <laughs> Anya's saying this with like a whole flat stomach. No. I, no, you really do. If it, if there's any protruding, it's your uterus, my friend. That is, I've, I have seen that on, that's like been a TikTok thing lately is like, like you don't have a fupa, you just have like a uterus. Because as someone who has always had a fupa and who's slowly but surely learning to love her fupa, you don't have one. I didn't know what a fupa was until like maybe three weeks ago. I thought it was just a that word that- That means you didn't have Well, one. no, no. I just thought it was a word that, like, Grant made up because he was like, no. He said fupa. And I was like, that's so funny. Like, what is that? He's like, fat upper pubic area. And I was like, this is a thing? Like, I've never heard that. Anyway. That means you don't have one. <laughs> that's my that's my biggest dislike, though, okay. I feel like. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Unless we went, like, quality. Like, like. no, I think that's- okay. I think it can go either way. Okay. Um- I was thinking quality, but I, okay. can, I can do physical. It can do all of the above. <laughs> um, self-deprecation, wanna, we got it all. Yeah, I'm good at that. I don't want to steal yours because I'm also pretty self-conscious about that. But the high-waisted jean thing really, like, helps. True, true, true. Kind of put that at bay. My arms, probably. Really? Yeah. I don't have very – like, I feel like I have broad shoulders – and, like, I don't have very, like, small, dainty dancer arms. Mm. Nothing about me is small and dainty. Like, if you met me, you'd be like, you grew up doing ballet. And I'd be like, I know, right? Like, it's weird. I feel like this is just goes to show that, like, you literally only, like, yourself is worried about things. Yeah, literally. Because, like, Kylie's reaction to my insecurity and then my reaction to Kylie's insecurity, like, is so... It's like no one notices yeah, exactly. anything. Yeah. So, anyway, love yourself. Yeah. Next one. <laughs> one thing you really like about yourself. <laughs> um... A quality came to mind. I'm a very loyal person. Yeah. And I do like that about myself because I think I have learned, like, I'm very loyal, but I've learned when to cut off that loyalty. Like, I don't, Mm. I don't think I necessarily let people walk all over me. Yeah. That's a good one. So, yeah. Um, I don't know what I would say. I'm really disciplined and I guess I like that about myself. Like, I don't, I don't often let myself down. Like, if I tell myself I'm going to do something, like, I always, I, like, follow through for myself. I let myself down a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Strengths and weaknesses, folks, you know? Um, The next one is, if you could hire someone to do one thing for you, what would it be? It's hard. This is hard. Because, like, on the one hand, I'm, like, all the stuff that happens in life that I don't want to do like if I could hire someone to do my job for me especially like on zoom when no one would really know that it's not me I would do that 
But on the other hand, I'm like, I could hire someone to like hack into Jeff Bezos mm. bank account, you know, and like distribute the wealth. I think so. like for me, like if I, I'm thinking like if I could get like a personal assistant, what would I, what task mm. would I give them? Oh, that's a good. Yeah. And I think for me, I, the area of like adult life that I am the least comfortable is like finances, but also like insurance and like, mm. uh, I don't know, just all of those kinds of things like I agree insurance stocks like budgeting like all of that like if I could just give someone like my bank account and be like do all the things that need to happen and like they would be on my side and like invest it well and whatever I would do that I've tried to learn I'm always trying to educate myself but it is just like a weak point like I'm not good with like taxes or like yeah like taxes insurance like all that kind of stuff just kind of goes over my head so I would probably just outsource that you know that's a good (laughs) yeah I would do the same what what was the most embarrassing thing you ever did while on a date? <laughs> oh, actually, a, I do have one. I have a funny story yeah. about this. Um, this was a first date, okay. too. Uh, so I went on a – it was a double date. And we went to a restaurant that has, like, a vegetarian section. So I'm a huge fan of this restaurant. Was and it Cactus John's? No, it was 110 Grill. Okay. Um. <laughs> And so at the restaurant, they had a vegetarian pesto pasta and then a chicken pesto pasta. So I was like, okay, I'm on a date. I need to think about like, it's honestly picking a food to eat on a date is so hard. And so I was like, okay, pasta. In my mind, like pasta and spaghetti are different. When I think pasta, Hmm. I think of like a penne or a cavatappi, like a stabable noodle okay you know what I mean okay as opposed to like a swirlable I think noodle. of spaghetti as a subcategory of pasta like I think as... they're all subcategories okay. of pasta okay. but I think it would be called like pesto linguini okay or like it would say like linguini yeah. noodles sure my point is is I decided to get the vegetarian pesto pasta because I assumed like okay if it's pasta it's easy to eat I know I'm gonna like it it's vegetarian yeah. so that was my thought process so I order it I get it it's linguine noodles. And again, it's a first date and you don't want to be like <laughs> your pasta slurping it, on yeah. a first date. But I'm like, okay, we can, we'll be classy. We'll figure this out. Worst case, we, we do just the spoon eat a lot. Yeah. So yeah. I start doing that and I'm like, this is fine. Like we can get over this. And then I realize that they gave me the chicken pesto <gasps> pasta. No. Was it like little? It was like chunks of chicken. Yeah. So I could it wasn't like eat very around clear. it. Okay, but yeah, if yeah. anyone who hasn't eaten meat in a while, like you know that when there's meat in your dish, you can just kind of taste it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not like, I, and I'm really not the type of vegetarian to be like, oh my God, if it touches meat, I can't eat it. Like I'm not that picky of a vegetarian, but like I didn't love the experience yeah. that I was having, but I was on a first date and I didn't want to be like that person that was like, excuse me, like I don't eat meat. Can you bring me a whole new meal? Cause like I could eat around it. I don't know. So I ended up, and this, like I said, it was a double date. So I ended up eating like almost none of this. And when I got back home with my friend she was like, why didn't you eat anything? <laughs> and Who I was told, it? It was M. She didn't know you were vegetarian? Or she no, just she, didn't know that it she was... She did, but she oh, okay, didn't know okay. it was the chicken one. Okay, I got it. Because I didn't say anything. Because right. I was, like, not that I was embarrassed. Yeah, you just didn't want to be, like, kind of I didn't... I thought that if I had to say something, it, that would have been embarrassing. Um. So, yeah. So, like, I was embarrassed in the moment because I was like, I hope no one can tell that I'm, like, actually very uncomfortable with this situation and, like, trying to figure out, like, the best approach <laughs> in this situation. The wheels are turning in your head. Yeah. Um. 
So yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I don't think that's that embarrassing though. Honestly, I it's uncomfortable. It, it's, yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. like embarrassing. Like no yeah. one would like judge you. I feel like if you told. And them. I feel like I feel like I ended up telling the guy actually afterwards. Yeah, and he was like, "You should have just said something." Like you should have. <laughs> Anything of it. But in the moment, I was like, yeah. I don't want to seem like that girl. Like, I don't want to be that right. person. Yeah, I get so, that. Mine's a lot more embarrassing, actually. Go for it. <laughs> Mine's, like, actually embarrassing. So, um, this is with my boyfriend, my current boyfriend, Grant. So, it was, like, I guess you could say it was a date. We were just, like, hanging out for a whole summer. So, it's just, like, one of the days we were hanging out. But um, when they weren't dating. Well, we weren't at this point. But he took me to this, like, bike path. And I... I don't know. I did like a lot of athletic things that first summer with him because I was trying to like prove myself and whatnot because <laughs> he's an outdoorsy man. <laughs> so I was like, whatever, I can bike. And it's actually really cute because he was just trying to hold my hand on the bike. Like, <laughs> and I totally lost control. And I actually like really hurt myself. Like I almost, oh yeah, like I like, I had like a huge, like it looked like I was in like a motorcycle crash. Like I had like a huge scrape on like my hip and like my shoulder. And it was like two days before I left for like my study abroad. And so, like, my first two days – or, like, my first few weeks of my study abroad, I had, like, gauze on me. So, that's, like, a lot more embarrassing. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he had to, like – we obviously had to, like, end it there because I had – I went back to, like, his truck and he was, like, pouring water and, like, picking literal, like, gravel out of, like, my wounds. Like, it was, like, bad. <laughs> no wonder you guys have been together for so long. <laughs> so. I feel like it goes either way. Either it ends right there. Or yeah, like- it was, like, not good. And I'm – I have not literally not biked, like, seriously since. I've been on, like – blue bikes and stuff but I haven't been on like a bike trail mm-hmm. since then so anyway wow. next one what's the shortest amount of time you've known someone before hooking up I'm gonna drink just because I don't really have a good answer I feel like I'm thinking that's what this pot is I'm gonna drink okay love that who is the most inappropriate person you've ever had a crush on I mean, my middle school art teacher. I was going to say like a teacher too. <laughs> I feel like I anyone who went to my school knows that the the seventh grade art teacher. I was like spicy. He was so spicy. Yeah. Oh, I still think about him sometimes. <laughs> I would say like a professor. One of my professors was really spicy. I didn't find any of my professors spicy, but actually, I don't know. This is too much information, so you can cut it out if you think it is. But I would say the professor that like became like a mentor to me I didn't find him attractive at all I didn't think he was like a troll like walking (laughs) around town but I wasn't like oh that's a really spicy professor yeah and him and I ended up like like I said it was a very mentorship relationship and I remember I took a class with him with one of my friends and after the first class she came to me and she was like why didn't you tell me how hot he is I was like because I don't think he's that hot interesting (laughs) so I don't know if like I just didn't find him attractive but like objectively speaking he was a spicy professor yeah so I guess for me like it's not that I had like a crush on this professor but it was that I could like objectively say he was attractive in like a Matthew McConaughey way like like an adult man way Mm -hmm. that you can just be like yeah that's like an attractive person but it wasn't like I was like you know what I mean like I do know that kind of thing the next one is if you could cheat and no one would ever find out, would you? No. no. I have been cheated on. Fun fact. Fun fact. Actually, really, really sad. <laughs> yeah, literally. Fun fact, actually, really, really sad fact. I was cheated on after um, a literal four year relationship. Literally four years. So, no, I would literally never do that to someone. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, if, like, at the end of the day, if you want to cheat on someone, just end the relationship. Like, yeah. you do not want to be with them if you're willing to cheat on them. He did tell me. 
Which, like, now when I reflect, I'm like, okay, that, like, took guts. But still, you should have done it. (laughs) He, yeah, objectively speaking, he handled it in the best way. But the absolute best way to be Which is, like, to not do it. Or, like, at least don't me before. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. So, no. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, who who would ever actually say yes to that? That's, like, so shitty. I know. Like, that just, like, if you would say yes to this, bestie, get out of the relationship. Yeah, exactly. Um, have you ever, this says Bay, which is kind of cringe. Have you ever read, have you ever read your Bay's texts over their shoulder? Like, yeah, but I, but not in like a, not in like a intentional untrusting way. way. Yeah. yeah. Just more like, oh, are you texting your mom? Like, tell her I said hi. Like more like that, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I've never been in a serious relationship, but I, I, I definitely kind of in the same way. Where it's yeah. Like, or like, even like unintentional, like you like notice the phone and you linger for a second because you yeah. saw it. You know what I mean? But I don't really think it's that crazy. I don't know. Yeah, no. If you could read all your partner's texts with other people, would you? To which I say I could and mm. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say no. Again, like if you feel the need to do that, then there must be something that exactly. you're not yeah, trusting, trusting of. Because if you trust them and like you more or less – if you trust them, then you more or less know who they're texting. And if you know who they're texting, then you more or less know what they must be texting about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No. I I would not, and I have not. But this, the next one is actually similar, too. Do you secretly want the password for their phone? I would say I, I think in a relationship, once it got, like, a serious relationship of, like, okay, we're together, like, this is beyond just like any sort of like fling or whatever. I think I would secretly want it because I do think it is like a sign of like trust. Trust. Yeah. And I would also give my phone password. Like yeah. I think it's a two way street. I don't like when, you know, one side of a couple is like, you have to give me the password, but they're not necessarily willing to give it. But I think that if my partner were willing to give it to me, that would ease all like anxiety. Yeah. So it's like if I can get into your phone, then there must not be anything that you're hiding. Yeah, that's true. I do have Grant's phone password and he has mine and it's just because we've been together so long that like yeah. we know we know like all of each other's passwords at this point like I yeah. don't know <laughs> yeah like we like share accounts yeah. and stuff like but I do think it's a red flag not I think it's a red flag if a partner is hesitant to get yeah it. like for well I mean I don't know they if have to have if, a really good reason if they're just against like the premise or, like, if they're a very, like, privacy-oriented person, I don't know, maybe. But for the most part, like, you shouldn't have anything to hide. So, like, what's, yeah, why does it matter? Yeah, exactly. Thing, you know? I also feel like if you get to that point with someone, you know, like, everyone has, like, a few passwords that they always use. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, you probably yeah. know those. I don't know. Um. So, the next one is if you had to choose between going naked or having your thoughts appear in thought bubbles above <laughs> your head for everyone to read, which would you choose? I have to. Yeah, I mean, I feel like both options are really bad. I hate both of them. I feel like if you if you had to go naked, you just wouldn't leave because that's like illegal. True. So like, it's like be a hermit or have everyone know your thoughts. Yeah. I I don't know. That's really hard. I think I'm gonna choose the thought bubbles because I think after a certain amount of time, you'll probably learn to like. That's what I yeah control. Not yeah. control your thoughts, but, like, just be conscious of your thoughts. Yeah. Like, you so, could, like, kind of keep them. Well, I don't even know. I don't even know because if, like, let's say, like, you see someone and you're, like, oh, they're weird or whatever. Like, can you tell? Can uh, you think to yourself, like, don't say that right now? 
Or like, is that going to show up in your thought bubble? But I guess like, I'm assuming that like, if you're in like a room by yourself, no one can see your thought bubble because it's just like above your head. So in that case, I would sprint to a bathroom (laughs) or like to a private place and get the thought out of my head. That's like a really hard one. I mean, I feel like you would just get stares because you have a thought bubble over your head. Like that's the weird part. Yeah. So either way, you'd end up a loner. (laughs) I guess I'll drink because I just don't have a good answer. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. Okay. Last question. Wow. If you've made it this far, thank you. I hope you've had wine. I guess we should have maybe said that at first. Like they should grab a drink. Yeah. And you could have played along. True. I hope you have been doing that. Maybe (laughs) we'll do another one and we'll make that more clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Would you hook up with your high school crush today? Mm Mm-hmm. You would? I absolutely would. Like, okay, wait. The question is, though, would we hook up with them as they look today? I think it's as they look today. Okay. Because otherwise it's kind of, like, creepy, right? Like, like, would would I hook up with their 16-year-old self? Like, no. Yeah, no. I don't think that's what they mean. Okay. And I I would. Okay. 100%. I feel like it's my number eight. I'm going to drink it. I feel like it's inappropriate. (laughs) Well, everyone... That's the episode. That's all the questions yeah. that we're going to do. This was fun. I hope I this fun. came out good because like I said, this is like the first time we're doing yeah. this in person. So I hope that we didn't have any like weird Technical. sound. Yeah. You'll have to let us know what you think. Um, if there's anything we could like do better. But now that we're both in the same city, I'm assuming we'll do this ever so often. Yeah. Because we can. So yeah. it should be fun. But yeah, you guys know what to do. You can follow us on Instagram. Um, we actually just posted a fun graphic today about how many countries we're listened to in right yeah yeah so we are in 61 countries 61 different how was i gonna phrase nations that? nations <laughs> oh that's fun um yeah which is really really cool i think like our favorite aspect of doing the podcast is the fact that we're able to reach people from across the globe because like we can't do that in our everyday yeah. lives necessarily um so yeah so that was a really cool thing to learn about the show um, so definitely go find that graphic on our comment Instagram. where you're from comment where you're yeah. from because we'd love to know where you're listening from yes and you can also rate us five stars on apple podcast mm-hmm. i think we need to talk about that more because it's like a huge uh boost for the show yeah helps us get cooler guests help us go higher in the apple charts and everything mm-hmm. so we would really really appreciate if you could do that even if you don't listen on apple if you could just hop over there if you're on an iphone mm-hmm. that would be very appreciated and with that, I guess we will see you next week. Should we end on like a cheers? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cheers. Have a great cheers, week. Guys. <laughs>